0: Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror. Be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically. If it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go.
1: Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up here.
0: What? Uh, keep away from me. Stay where you are. Friend, please stop. Dad? Stop, Keep away from me. Keep away
1: from me. Keep away from me. Keep away from
0: me. I want to speak to me. The broken are the more evolved. They're here. Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. I'm not in the mood. Just come on out. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. I, I was right all along my whole life. I knew it. Even smiling makes my face ache. Belief and truth are almost the same, the deciding factor being the conviction of one's own opinion. For the entirety of our existence, we've searched for the answers to the unknown. We didn't know how the world worked, so we made gods. We saw strange shadows beneath the water, and suddenly mermaids, Leviathan, the Loch Ness Monster, were born. We see a light in the sky, and it's an alien. It's a spacecraft. Whether they're true truth or not, they're true enough to be belief for some. Hello, Jess, and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror. What bird do you think is the most mystical, magical bird?
1: I'm going to go with a peacock.
0: A peacock. Is it just the colours?
1: Colours, yeah, beautiful, shiny, majestic. I feel like when you say majestic, that's what comes
0: to mind. Absolutely. The the, the peacock's got a sort of, like, regal sense to it, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. I absolutely love owls, personally, and I think it's because of Labyrinth. Did you watch Labyrinth when you were growing up? You know, with with David Bowie and... I vaguely remember it. <laughs> David Bowie with a sock down his pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to say, like, snowy owls or something like that. Or maybe doves. Doves yeah. are really sort of regal and majestic and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I do actually love owls as well. And after watching this, Jeff was like, oh my god, owls are kind of scary now. I'm like, no, like,
0: no, I still love them. <laughs> they're actually so cute. Yeah. Yeah, even when they sort of stare at you dead-eyed, you're like... Still kind of, still kind of elegant. <laughs> have
1: you seen them when they like lift up their feathers and you see how long their legs are? No. Oh my god! Do you have to what look is
0: this? <laughs> why, like, hey, really why long. do they do this? What are you talking about? Is it like a grooming thing? Like they lift up all their feathers to get their feet clean or
1: something? I don't know. But it's like a reveal because you <laughs> think like, they have little feet <laughs> at the bottom, but they're thinking...
0: actually like really long. I'm thinking of like westerns where you get like saucy barmaids lifting up their skirts. Is it like that but an owl with feathers? <laughs> google it after this oh my god i need to look this up when we're done (laughs) well there's a lot of bird imagery in uh this week's movie because this week it was my first time watching 2009 the fourth kind
1: can you state your name for the camera dr Abigail tyler okay where would you like to begin I am actress Mila Jovovich, and I will be portraying Dr. Abigail Tyler. This film is a dramatization of events that occurred October 2000. Every scene in this movie is supported by archive footage. Some of what you're about to see is extremely disturbing. I wake up in the middle of the night almost every night. There's nothing unusual waking you up? There's one thing. There's an owl at my window. An owl? Pig.
0: A white owl just looking at me. Had you ever seen it before,
1: Tommy? When I was a kid, just staring at me.
0: I've seen it a lot. Every
1: night this week. Four, three, two. Tell me about the owl. Tell hour. me about the owl. It doesn't look like a normal owl. There's no owl. It's not an
0: owl. No. No. No
1: that voice speaking sumerian the oldest language in human history you can go into any sumerian exhibit and see etchings and sculptures of men in space suits and oxygen
0: masks rockets that look like apollo
1: do you believe in abduction theories
0: you don't mean alien abductions do you?
1: there was more fear in his eyes than i've ever seen in my life what's wrong <laughs> There are more missing people in Nome than any other town in Alaska.
0: I have to get this out of my head because it's dark in there and I can't think to speak. Scott. Scott. we got to send
1: now. What'd you see? You were there. I can't explain it. Someone or something came into my room and it took me away
0: okay so we open up and we've got a really hazy sort of foggy camera like we can't really don't have any focus at all and then a figure walks towards us (laughs) And Mila Djokovic just introduces herself as Mila Djokovic. And I went, okay, that's, that's an interesting way to start. And she's like, hello, I'm Mila Djokovic. And in this movie, I'll be playing blah, blah, blah. And she talks about the movie. And I was like, this is really weird. I don't yes. think I've ever seen a movie that starts like this.
1: Yeah, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, okay. This is how I remember it. <laughs> but yeah, she's portraying...
0: The, the doctor. The real, yeah. Yeah, the, the real, because this is based on a true story i guess
1: well that's what they say that's what they say yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's a documentary film about this lady's experience and mila jokovic is playing the main lady that we that we follow <laughs> this made me feel so sick and i know it's supposed to be just disorientating because we've got mila and she's talking and everything like that and the entire background's fucking rotating. <laughs> It's like what's like, what is going on? Yeah, she sat there and she stood there in front of a forest, and the entire forest is just rotating. And it's, it reminds me of those little, those little spinny things you see in like museums that had pictures on the inside, and you spin it and then look through the hole, and you can see the picture moving. Yeah. It was like one of those. <laughs> it was up to so, a great start. It was so weird, and I said, there like, this is starting to make me feel sick." And I'm like, "Just focus on her face. Just ignore the background. Just focus on her face." <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't realize this was based on a true stories so that was an interesting um, discovery for me I guess I didn't uh, you, you sent me the link and you're like how about this movie And I was like, oh okay I have not seen it so I didn't bother watching the trailer because I was like I want to just go in blind and see what it's about.
1: Well when I first watched it I thought it was real but it's actually an actress playing the footage.
0: Oh okay so yeah. the the doctor who's the real version is also an actress. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. What? <laughs> so when I watched it like ten years ago, I was like, Oh my god, this is real like and I couldn't sleep because I was so scared. <laughs> but now knowing what I know, it wasn't
0: as scary. So is this a based on a true story at all then, do you know? Like is it based on a true story and then they got someone to play the doctor and then they got Mina Djokovic to be playing the doctor who's playing the doctor?
1: I feel like it's kinda of like paranormal activity when they like pretend it's real.
0: Oh right. You know, but it's Oh, not okay. Real. Well, that makes me feel a bit better. About yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they they say that um, every dramatized scene is supported by real life footage, which now I learn is not true. Yes, it's yeah. now it's just actors pretending, pretending that, that it's, it's the real, real followed by other actors playing the reenactment of the stuff that is supposedly real. What a movie! Like, who decided it's like on this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where is the true story in this true story? <laughs> If Um, you
1: watch it thinking it is, like, a documentary, then it is a lot scarier.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's, I mean, this must have been through the phase when we were going through, like, based on a true story movies. Mm. Yeah. Because there was, I remember them for quite a long time, like Paranormal Activity and stuff like that. There was a whole string of them based on a true story. Yeah. And, like, based on a true story could mean, like... There once was a man who said this happened to his cousin's aunt or something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> And that's
1: it. But then for some reason you believe it's real and you're like, oh my God, this yeah. is going to happen to
0: me. <laughs> Especially like 10 years ago when we were younger. Like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but colour me intrigued. I was intrigued. And um, they keep referring to the incident. And I was like, I want to know what the incident is. <laughs> so we see an interview from September 2002. We meet Dr. Abigail. Um, she says that something happened to her husband. We don't know what at this point. Uh, she went to another psychologist because she didn't know why it happened and who did it. And I was like, "Ooh, a mystery! I love a mystery movie. Yes, me too. So good!" And then we get we get audio from October first, two thousand. Um, she has to try and remember his face. And I put, did the husband disappear? question mark because i wasn't sure i was like yeah you're like dead? what happened to him dead or just disappeared or because i yeah. uh, i got the idea that it was like aliens and i was like because the fourth kind like the title mm. sort of gives it away so i was like yeah. did he get abducted and we just don't know where he is yeah um <clears throat> i love the beautus, beautifully slick cut between mila and abigail um Talking about how somebody lost their sight, we don't know who. She just, she just says like it's very vague in the beginning of this movie. They're just like, oh, and I just had to. She had lost her sight, and I'm like, who? Who's lost their sight? What? She's
1: trying to hook you in.
0: Yeah, trying to hook you in. But I love the slick, because they do it quite a few times. They do like paneling, like comic book panels, and then one side would be the the, the true real. the yeah. real stuff with the original Doctor Abigail, and mm-hmm. then the other side it would be um, the
1: reenactment.
0: Yeah, the reenactment with um, Mila Jokovic or whatever. Mm. And they did that quite a few times. And actually, really, li- I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, as a style, I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Instead of cutting back and forth, we're seeing both of them at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's talking about someone who lost their sight. We don't really know how or why or who. Um, and she says, they won't get it back unless they accept what happened. And I was like, are you talking about getting their sight back? Or did we lose another person? <laughs> <laughs> are we just losing people?
1: <laughs> well, there is a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I put, I put at this point This is feeling very cult-like I think it was just the way she was talking about it Gave off very like, you know Not Jeffrey Darm, that's the wrong one uh, Like Charles Manson vibes and stuff mm-hmm. like that And it felt very Insincere on her part I don't know, if did you feel this as well? I mean, this was my first time watching it But when she's talking about it, it felt very like She's trying to draw you in with sympathy It didn't feel like she was sympathetic
1: Yeah, I think it was more of her just trying to figure out a mystery.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, So we meet Abigail. Uh, She's trying to remember a man's face for closure. And like, husband's face? Has she forgotten her husband? Can I get some more information, please?
1: (laughs) Surely there's photos, right?
0: Yeah. And this is where we get the dual shot of the reel and the reenactment. We see an interview with uh, a Dr. Abel. Uh, we see some sort of hypnosis. We're cutting back and forth between the both films, the, ori- the original and the Mila Djokovic one. We get a center line teetering back and forth between the two. And I really like that. I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah. it's like, um, you're not sure where to pull your focus because it's like, oh, no, we're focusing on, like, the reenactment. No, 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 no. It's, it's the real. It's real. Mm. And I think it's a really good, like, symbolization of the, like, blurred reality of, this sort of, you know, based on a true story.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like backing it up with facts. <laughs>
0: yeah, everyone. Every like time, this. every time we put that um in uh, what's that? That Ear tone, quotes. that tone where we're like real. We're actually doing little uh, what are they air quotes? Air quotes. We're doing little air quotes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the center line going back and forth. Uh, the hypnosis, hypnosis takes it back to August second, two thousand. So we have a date. Whatever happened happened on October 2nd, 2000. We don't know what it is, who it happened to, or why. <laughs> Great! <laughs> but, you know, it, it did do really well in drawing in the sort of mystery yeah and I love a good mystery movie yeah. mystery movies are great me too she says it was a warm night they were making love and I'm like oh oh stop it
1: it's like the worst blood. time for this to happen I oh, know
0: right <laughs> Such a I was almost there and then fucking aliens yeah. came in just had to ruin it yeah um Oh yeah, we get the interview on one side and the the reenactment event on the other. And the panelling's just really interesting and a very creative editing choice. She remembers waking up as a figure came into the room and stabbed her husband. I was like, Okay, he murdered. Yes, he didn't just yes. get abducted. Okay, <laughs> he did. <dead."
1: laughs> and then trying to figure out the killers. Face. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well she's <laughs> trying to figure out yeah. who, who killed him. Um he bleeds out, she tries to remember the attacker's face but can't see it. And then Abby is woken up by uh, by Abel as she sort of has, like, a panic attack. She's, like, screaming and thrashing and stuff like that. And it's, like, the actual act of trying to remember is painful.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Like, what a cool idea.
1: Yeah. This part I actually forgot, like, from the first time I watched it. So it was mm. cool to, like, get that extra storyline that I'd forgotten about. I was mostly focused on all well, the rest of the stuff that been played. oh you'd forgotten
0: about the husband murder yeah oh yeah. okay
1: so it was kind of like re-watching it i still had a bit of mystery
0: yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and yeah it's so this is where i finally decided that yes this was going to be an alien abduction slash murder mystery cool great who killed the husband it was aliens <laughs> there's a lot going on yeah um able tells her to take some time off you know Uh, it's clearly not been long since her husband died I think they say it was like a month or something like that right when she has this first hypnosis session Um, she refuses until the project is complete there's lots of vague references in this movie to other things like the event the project and I'm like can you be a little more specific please (laughs) tell me what it is (laughs) yeah just tell me what it is Uh, we see a plane we see that um, Abigail is piloting so I'm like cool we have a we have a pilot great um two months since will has passed okay so he's not missing he's dead uh trying to she's trying to return to mar- to normality she's got the kids back at school and she's uh, she mentions that this town gnome is only accessible by flight she says you can't drive to this town you have to fly there
1: i miss that part huh?
0: I think it's it's a very quick thing. She's just like, go to a place where you you have to fly to get there or something like that.
1: Oh, that's interesting, actually. And I'm like,
0: okay, so we've got, like, we got the secluded town. Because
1: <laughs> all the pe- people that go missing, they can't really get out t- unless they take a flight or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. But I love how all these, like, alien abduction things happen in, like, buttfuck nowhere. Yeah. It's never like, you know, Jerry down the road got abducted from, you know, corner of fifth and sixth on
1: yeah. <laughs> in New York. It makes you feel a little bit more safe because you're like, oh,
0: well. Yeah, I'm in suburbia. <laughs> not I any. should be all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not I'm in not Alaska.
0: Like, um, yeah, I'm not in Alaska <laughs> surrounded by forests or something like that. I'm not in Nome where you have to fly there or something, whatever. Um, yeah, Nome, Alaska, a town surrounded by lots and lots of woods. Like, it's just, it's basically like this tiny, it looks like a bay as well. There's like water on one side, wasn't there? Yeah, water on one side, uh, a little town, And then we've got just forest, what looks like just endless forest, which is beautiful.
1: Mm, Yeah. I wouldn't mind
0: living there. Like, that looks like a nice place.
1: Yeah. Are you sure?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Minus the (laughs) aliens. Aliens. Abby drives. Uh, We realise that she has a practice here. So she is a psychologist. Uh, She meets with a patient. And we meet Scott, who says that he's been having trouble sleeping. He wakes up... um, sometime around two or three every morning because of an owl. And I'm like, ooh.
1: Yeah, what did you think when they first said about an owl?
0: I was like, I didn't think anything of it until, like, the owl was reoccurring. Yeah. I assumed it was something like, you know... You know, alien spacecrafts have spooked the animals or something like that. And, right. You know, that sort of thing. You know, animals acting weird is usually a sign that, like, disaster's on its way or whatever like Yeah, that. they
1: can sense the supernatural. and Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, dogs barking at nothing. It, it gave me that sort of vibe. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, you know, there's an owl who maybe, like, flies into his window when he gets spooked or something like that. And I was like, yeah. okay, you know. Um, we we cut to another pa- patient, a woman. She's saying exactly the same thing. And I went, okay. Something up with this owl.
1: Yeah, that was really eerie to me, even, like, the second time I watched it, I
0: was like, ooh. Yeah, like, the first half of this movie, like, is quite good at building its tension and building its, like, mystery. It's very interesting. And we get a third patient, same story. There's a white owl staring at them for hours. And I was like, uh, this is starting to feel like sleep paralysis as well. Mm. You know, seeing a demon at the end of your bed or whatever like that, where you your body's asleep, but your brain's awake, and you can't move. You can't move. And I was like, maybe it's something like that. It's terrifying. And they're just like, they're awake, but can't move, and just seeing this owl. And I'm like, not the worst thing you could see. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, owls are p- at least pretty to look at. And...
1: Like a cockroach. Or something. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: you get sleep paralysis, and, and at the end of your bed every night is an eight-foot cockroach. Like, no. That would thank be you. terrifying. <laughs> owl, you're like, snowy owl i wouldn't mind watching it pretty oh look at it he's lifting up his skirt <laughs> <laughs> look at his long legs look at look his, his look long his legs. long ass legs got legs for days
1: so majestic
0: <laughs> we go back to scott and then tommy and then the woman they've all seen this owl before either as a kid which i thought was interesting Yes. Yeah. so i'm like if this is the aliens have they marked these people from, like, a really early age yeah. as, like, a study subject? So, like, they visit them every, like, five years, ten years or something like that, do a couple of trips to, like, I don't know, check how humans develop or whatever. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, and now they're seeing it every night. It gets. They say that the owl gets inside and looks down at them from above the bed. I'm like, ooh, this is getting creepy. Like, yeah. This idea is... Getting closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's slowly getting closer, and every night they, they see this owl again at the end of their bed. Um, it's almost like a dream. And then one of them says, like it didn't happen. Yeah. But they sound really unsure about how they say that. Yeah. I was like, cool. Like a false memory, like...
1: Yeah. I think
0: it happened, but. Yeah. Th- yeah. They're like, I, I see this owl, but maybe I didn't. But did I? Yeah. yeah. Didn't. Maybe I didn't see an L. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abby tells each of them they're not the only patient experiencing this. Uh, does this, does this classify as a breach of confidentiality? Potentially. I'm not. I wasn't sure, but I was like, just made a little note, and was like, is she allowed to do that? Yeah. It's a small town for one, so like they probably know who else it is
1: yeah that she probably isn't meant to do that No, but I don't not. like I said before I don't feel like she's really trying to help them she's more like trying to get to the bottom of it no her. it
0: seems very selfish especially yeah. later on I wanted yeah. to slap her at one yeah. point yeah. and I was like can you just actually help these people? <laughs> she don't of- care about that <laughs> no she's very selfish uh, very self like it, if it's not beneficial for her she's not really interested yeah um great therapist yeah absolutely amazing therapist a therapist (laughs) with no empathy that's what you need (laughs) Uh, we see Abby picking up her daughter Um, they mention like a conversation disorder or something like that Uh, she went blind after what happened to Will Will being her husband so whatever happened to the husband the daughter went blind after it yeah and other kids think she's faking I was like, well, other kids can be dicks. Yeah. Don't worry, darling.
1: Her poor daughter.
0: I wonder if she saw, like, the lights of the spacecraft or whatever and it blinded her. Yeah. There's something more to that. Yeah, definitely. But, like, she never mentions it. But then again, everyone else thinks the aliens are owls. So, like, there's a lot of, like, playing with memories and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And then what happens later that ties into the child? Like, it could have been Mm.
0: something to do with the aliens earlier on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they head home. Uh, we learn that Abby also has a son. Um, he has a sports game. Um, Abby forgot about it. And she can't remember what team they're playing against. And this kid's kind of a dick.
1: Yeah, he is, eh? I,
0: I end up switching. <laughs> <He's> so rude. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, dad never forgot. And I'm like, okay. All right, son. Listen here. She's doing her best, okay? <laughs> Yeah. You're now dealing with a, a, a recently widowed single mum. She's trying her fucking best. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. I actually switched sides and joined the son's side by the end of the movie. Did you? Yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm agreeing with the kid now.
1: I think I kind of hated him the whole time in a way.
0: <laughs> I think that's fair. He is a very, like, stroppy teenager. He's really
1: mean to his mum. Yeah.
0: And she hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yet, being the prominent word there. Um, Son thinks Abby isn't um, accepting how Will died. And um, the son, whose name is Ronnie, Ronnie, just leaves the table. He just kind of excuses himself. But this comes into play qu- quite a bit later as well. And actually plays like a... It's such a small comment, but becomes such like a pivotal piece of information that she doesn't accept how Will died. Yeah, And that Yet. becomes such an important plot point later. And I kind of wish they'd mentioned it a bit more. Because they don't really...
1: So do you think at that point the son knew how he died? Is that why he made that comment? I reckon
0: he did. Yeah. He already knew. I think everyone else knew. Yeah. And she just wouldn't accept it. Mm, Interesting. Mm. We see a shot of a white owl. Oh, it's so beautiful and majestic. (laughs) It's got like, oh, I I don't know. It's something about their eyes and the way the feathers like pivot out from their eyes. Yeah. They just make them look so deep and like wise. gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And I just love this as a representation of the movie as well, especially as a representation of the aliens, because when you actually, like, stare at an owl and, like, the way their eyes are and everything like that, they yes. do look alien, like like yeah. a Roswald alien. That's what my
1: husband said. Um, he was saying maybe the reason they chose an owl is because of the shape. Like, it kind of represents that typical alien face. Yeah,
0: yeah, the, the, the Roswell greys, the sort of these, the the eyes and everything like that being pitch black. And absolutely and yeah i just loved it it was very cool we go back to the interview tape audio where abby believes ronnie blames her for will's death um abby looks at the number of another doctor she sort of finds a book has a look at it and it says doctor oh i'm so sorry awoloa awoloa spelled a w a w o l o w a
1: we can call him dr a
0: <laughs> yes yeah we're going to call him dr a because i do not want to butcher this name too much and i apologize um yeah she she sort of flips over a copy of his book and his number is on the inside mm-hmm. and she's like okay i do we see what the name of this book is i don't think we do
1: i, I don't know but it seemed to be like what her husband was studying like in his all of his books yeah
0: yeah because we don't we don't learn yet but a little bit later we learn that he was working on a project Mm. which is assumedly what she's taken over yeah because he was also a psychologist I think as well yeah I was presuming that I was assuming it as well just Mm. because of how it plays out yeah Uh, she listens to Will's dictation Uh, yeah this is where I put was Will also a psychologist (laughs) 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 maybe question mark (laughs) He was investigating patients with exactly the same symptoms, like sleep seeing an owl, not really being able to remember anything about the owl and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and earlier when they said to her to take a break, she kept saying, oh, he would have wanted me to like keep working on it. Like, it was so important to him.
0: I feel like that's not true from Abby. Like, she said yeah. that, absolutely. yeah. But I think it's purely selfish.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, why she's so invested in it. Because, like, her late husband, that was what his passion was. So she's like, I have to finish
0: this. Yeah, I have to finish him. This, this investigation into aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see uh, Abby hypnotizing Tommy, who was one of the patients we met. And he describes the owl he saw the night before. Literally, the night before he came in um, to another session. He said, like, I'm stu- I had that dream again or whatever it was you know i i had really restless sleep and he gets permission to be put under hypnosis so she does it and we, we again get the splicing between the actual footage and the movie and he says that he can't remember and then he says i don't remember it being there and that's really cool because the owl wasn't there yeah like as a line i think that's really interesting to put in there yeah. I, you know, describe the owl for me. I don't remember it being there. Yeah,
1: once he's under hypnosis and, like, reliving that, it's not there anymore. Yeah, the
0: owl's not there because the owl was never there.
1: Yeah, so it's some so, kind of false memory. Yeah, yeah. Covering and, something and
0: up. and in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> he remembers something being outside the door of his bedroom. Uh, and then he just starts crying and screaming and thrashing. He starts freaking out and... He like throws a table, like an end table, across the room and like kicks and screams and has like a massive blowout of freak out at whatever was coming into the room.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> awesome. It smashes a lamp.
0: <laughs> yeah, he smashes the lamp. He screams and then Abby's just like, "Okay,
1: you're gonna wake up in three, two, one. Wake up, <laughs> please wake up. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on here."
0: And then Tommy says he didn't see anything. And but from the tone of his voice, I was trying to think like. Because my note here just says he's either lying or he's too afraid to talk.
1: Yeah, I think he didn't want to admit what he'd seen; like nobody would believe him. So you,
0: you reckon it was more fear and not like yeah. the the am, the forced amnesia or whatever like that. No, have I think, I think
1: he definitely remembered because he looked like really terrified. So mm.
0: so you reckon? He, yeah, he actually remembered and was just like, "No, no, no I didn't see anything. I yeah. didn't see anything." Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I wasn't sure which way to lean on that. So th- thank you for that. Um, Tommy says he'll try and talk about it in their next session. Uh, next, we hear a nine one one call, just a call. Uh, it's like it's like what, like watching true crime or something like that. And it's like, hello, this is the operator nine one one. How can I help? Yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. It's very dramatized as well. Um, there's a woman being held at gunpoint. We don't really know what. And then you hear some you hear some gunshots. Uh, then we see the police footage as the sheriff arrives. At the at the distress call, wherever that has come from. Did you notice as well that everyone has a name beginning with A almost? Uh, no, I didn't notice that. <laughs> we got we got Doctor. Awaloa, oh, I'm sorry, um, Doctor Abigail Abel, Abel August. Oh,
1: that's the sheriff's
0: true. name is August. I'm like, why are they? Why has everyone Somebody got names like name?
1: the letter A? <laughs>
0: Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. someone's just like mm, let's come in mm, Abby, yeah 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 and then uh, the Abel yeah 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 <laughs> either that or you know conspiracy theories let's go with conspiracy theories you know mm. it's all the government it's the Illuminati mm.
1: <laughs> if your name sets up there you better watch out <laughs> yeah.
0: so he arrives at the house of the distress call we see Tommy and he is holding his family hostage and he's asking for Abby. Uh, he fires a shot into the street to basically make the police sort of back off. This was like, a, this felt like a real left turn in this movie as well. Yeah. Like, the rest of the movie's been so, like, calm. Sort of. Like, we, we had the outburst in the office and everything like that, but it felt, it, it felt in keeping with the structure that they'd built so far for this movie. Mm-hmm. And then this was just like... Hectic. Yeah, hectic, out of the blue. It was yeah. just like, all right, okay, no, no, we're <laughs> going 400 miles really an hour. Really
1: escalated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Uh, So Abby gets a call in bed and arrives at Tommy's house. Um, Abby talks to him on the phone. He says he doesn't have a choice. Uh, Abby tries to talk him down. We get uh, multiple panels now. This one I just found a bit confusing. Yeah. Because there's like six or seven different panels, like eking in and out of the screen at a time and I was like which one am I which one am I supposed to be looking at
1: I think they tried to make it a bit confusing
0: yeah yeah it was a little too confusing <laughs> for me anyway how did you find this with all the like 12 panels moving in and out
1: to be honest I don't feel like it aged well like when I first watched it I thought it was amazing but you know what effects are like these days
0: yeah yeah <laughs> like, okay you're like okay this is alright um, I like the idea that he doesn't have a choice Now, is this because the aliens are going to come and get him? Or is this, like, the aliens are making him do it? Or he's protecting his family from the aliens? Yeah. What do you think?
1: He doesn't want them to go through what he went through. (sighs) That's what I think.
0: I think you're right, but that's such a, like... It's like, such what a he jump experienced
1: was so terrifying that when he remembered it, he was like, I don't want to live in this planet anymore, that this could happen, mm. and I don't want my family to go through something like that.
0: And death is preferable to whatever he experienced, I guess.
1: Yeah. So that, it's trying to show you, like, how terrifying it is. Like, you'd yeah. rather die than experience that.
0: I guess so. But it came off, I don't know, for me anyway, this yeah. came off as like, oh, okay, that seems like a step too far. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: you like Maybe chill just... out plus she's trying to help you that was a frustrating part because she's like i'm trying to like figure out what's happening like
0: just hold yeah. on a little bit longer <laughs> why did he call for her if he had no intention of standing down yeah like why did he make a point of having abby there his psychologist there if he had no intention of being talked down
1: yeah that is true
0: like that's really weird and just generally just like... so she had to watch. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's like, what is it, Smile? Have you watched Smile that came No, I year? wouldn't see that. Oh, it's that sort of thing. Like, you have to watch, and then that's how the demon gets you. But, um, yeah, it just felt like a, a step too far. Like, I, I feel like you'd you'd move away from the town where the scary thing happened before you went on a murder spree.
1: Yes, that is true. Yeah. you didn't deal with that very well. No.
0: <laughs> I think that's an understatement. He didn't I mean, want to talk about his problems, he just wanted to shoot it away. He arrives up in heaven, shoot it away. Away. <laughs> he arrives in heaven and they're just like, okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you think you handled this situation? <laughs> did you have any other options? Yeah, did you think this through at all? Did you go in your head, you know, maybe I've got some other options to choose? <laughs> yeah, I can um, see what you mean now. Yeah. <laughs> this is what was just, like, this is quite a short scene and, like, my head was just going, Why? But why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy says uh, he has to because of what he saw. He keeps saying a word but doesn't know what it means. I was trying to catch what the word he was saying was, but I didn't get it what it was. comes up
1: again later.
0: Is it one of the sort of old language words? Yes. Is it yeah. one of those? Yeah. Okay, that's probably why I didn't hear it. Yeah. Because those words are sort of syllables, and the syllables are the words. Yeah. So maybe that's why I didn't catch it. It's It's very hectic in this point as well. And then suddenly Tommy just... Turns around, shoots his wife, shoots his kid, and then shoots himself. And I'm like, wow. Okay. (laughs) Chill. He has no chill. Yeah, I'm like, dude, just chill out of it. And I said, this is a very weird way of protecting your family. Yeah. (laughs) Just murder them. Like, if you're in an inescapable situation, but it feels like this has an escape.
1: But do you know so many men do that in real life? Like, it does happen. Like, they shoot their whole family if they're in, like, a financial crisis or something, and they don't want to face their problems.
0: See, I've – well, in modern times? Yeah. I did not know that. I've yeah, heard about I watch a like... lot of true crime. <laughs> oh, my God. I've heard about it in, like, olden times, you know, when, like, the winter had come and they didn't have enough food, and rather than letting his family starve, mm. he, like, kills them and then kills himself. That sort of thing. Mm. But I in modern times? Yeah, Like, they do. There's, there's always Well, even ouch.
1: if they're, like, having an affair and then they find out, they end up – doing that
0: what rather right. than losing their family then yeah. Kill them. yeah that's so selfish i
1: don't understand the logic in that, but it does happen
0: it's so selfish yeah in my opinion yeah anyway, it is. i'm it sorry is. If, but like i just think that is extremely selfish yeah. it's like i would rather end your life yeah than live with the consequences
1: yeah or like if no if i can't have you no one can have you kind of thing yeah it's like a possessive mm,
0: mm. Crazy. that's some like amber heard shit right yeah <laughs> And we get some audio from October 3rd 2000 um we get the sheriff talking to Abby trying to get answers as to why like why Tommy killed himself um and she says that Tommy didn't think the owl was an owl he believed what he saw whether it was real or not is basically what she says they have like an argument about this as well the sheriff has no chill either
1: yeah
0: he's like banging tables and screaming at her yeah I might like, do a chill.
1: But I think that's because of, like, what we found out later. Quite possibly, actually, yeah. Because he thinks she's maybe a little bit crazy.
0: uh, Yeah, by the end of the movie, I think so, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But from even that point, because, like, she won't admit what happened to her husband, he's like, she's not right in the head. Yeah, exactly. I
0: mean, we haven't tackled that yet in the plot. Like, that hasn't come up. But, Mm. yeah, as a motive for the sheriff, that makes 100% sense. Like, if she is refusing to acknowledge what happened to her husband and then is sort of passing along these like um cult theories and like mm. you know you know uh, aliens and stuff like that she's passing that on to her patients yeah. and and she's causing more harm than good in that way mm mm-hmm. um the sheriff blames um the hypnotism for Tommy's actions that um basically she caused it um and he blames her she says That the sheriff never found out what happened to Will. So she thinks that the sheriff didn't conclude Mm. her husband's murder. Didn't solve the murder. Yeah. And he says that she knows what happened to him. And we go, ooh. Ooh, interesting. Okay. And I was like, at this point, I was like, is she suspected of killing him Mm. then? Because I was like, is she actually... But then why wouldn't she be in jail? So I was like, hmm. I was like scratching my chin like, what does that comment mean? Yeah, it was
1: interesting. It's like, did she actually know who the murderer was and then like want to repress it or yeah
0: or did she do it and yeah then... did she
1: oh I, I did think he was acting like she did it part That's of the movie I yeah because i of... kept thinking like is he trying to say this because she, of his you know,
0: like anger level of anger and stuff like that i was like
1: yeah. is and then he couldn't prove it or something yeah
0: he couldn't prove it or like i don't know she got acquitted or i don't know but then like she's still got her kids so it's not like and she's not in, like, a um, mental facility or anything like that. So I was like, what? Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> uh, but there's a general sort of um, general consensus about how Will died. Um, but Abby just doesn't believe it. You get that idea. Like, the sheriff knows how it happened. We get the idea that Ronnie knows how it happened. We get the idea that probably everyone in the town knows how Will died. Mm. And she's the only one who's not accepting it. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting... And, puts a big flaw in abby and her account of everything that happens is the fact that you know that she ignores the truth
1: yeah she seems a little bit more unreliable because of yeah
0: that. she's an unreliable narrator and she's our only narrator yeah so it's like mm, okay <laughs> okay taking your entire story with a little pinch of salt oh oh the whole bag of salt fell yeah. okay okay <laughs> Uh, she, for some
1: reason i still wanted to be on her side like the whole time
0: yeah at this point i was i was mm. like okay cool yeah no i'm on your side mm. like let's figure out she's onto something let's get them damn damn aliens that killed your husband let's do it His bloody owls <laughs> those bloody owls um we find out that she and will were investigating the owl and the sheriff tells her that she just needs to stop you just need to stop and i was like is this like her expression of grief as well, this mm. obsession yeah. with the owl and people who've seen the owl and everything like that. Is mm. she taking on her husband's project
1: yeah. as a
0: way of grieving?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, Abby accepts responsibility um, for what happened to Tommy, but she continues to investigate regardless. Um, she mentions that Will was seeing the owl as well. Yeah, She makes a, a quick comment about that, that Will had seen the owl or had... had Many nights of seeing the owl. And this is, yeah, this is the moment where my, my brain clicked and I said, so is the owl just like a memory imprint imprint to hide whatever they were actually seeing? Yes. And yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. I really like that. I've yeah. seen many TV shows that use this. This is great. I love it.
1: Yeah, I love that too.
0: Um, then we see Abel. He's flown all the way down to check on Abby. Um, I don't know where, where Abel is from. From I think they mentioned, like, San Francisco or something like that. Mm. Or Miami. I think it might be Miami.
1: I think they used to be colleagues or something, right?
0: Yeah, work colleagues or something like that. Mm. And he's come all the way down to check on her. He Is he officially her psychologist?
1: He must be. I would think
0: so. But can you be the psychologist to someone that you are personally...
1: Mm, that's probably a conflict of interest. Isn't yeah, it? isn't
0: that a conflict of interest? Mm. But he acts like he's her personal psychiatrist. Maybe it's just like a caring relationship, where it's just like, hey, look, I'm just checking up on you. I want to make sure that you're all right. Yeah. Because um, clearly she's distressed um, because of what's just happened to her patient, and her husband's only died a couple of months ago, and her son's a little twat. Uh, <laughs> he's so rude to her at the beginning of this movie we get a couple of scenes of it I don't think I've noted them all down but he's just generally just rude to her yeah and I'm like dude dude calm give her a break yeah um uh he think he really thinks that she needs to step away and take a break she again just flat out refuses and Abel decides to stay around so they can keep an eye on so he can keep an eye on her we see her- what I thought was couples therapy but it's just Scott and his partner Scott and his wife, or fiancé, or just general life partner, or whatever like that. Um, but I thought it was a couple's therapy, because I didn't recognise the guy at first. Right. Um, yeah, it's
1: her other patient.
0: Yeah. They want to know what happened to Tommy. She says she can't say. Um, second, They say it's the second suicide in the last couple of months as well. At first, I didn't click with this, but they're referring to Will. Oh. Don't you think?
1: Could be.
0: They said this is this. He's the second suicide in the last couple of months. Mm. The first one being Will.
1: Yeah, but they d- keep saying how many people are like missing or suicide, like in general. Yeah, yeah. in general,
0: they do. They, I think they mention a couple of things, don't they? You know, there's been this many murders and this many people missing mm. and this many suicides. Yeah. And, mm, Scott decides he wants to be put under hypnosis, like Tommy was. <laughs> um, why?
1: <laughs> I know. Honestly, like. When they kept doing it, I'm like, why is this a good idea? Yeah, like, exactly. It keeps going like, wrong. Like, can we just not?
0: <laughs> the last guy went insane and killed his family. Like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> and you turn up the next day going, I want what he had. <laughs> he's like, dude, dude, why? Stop it.
1: <laughs> I want to see whatever he saw.
0: Yeah. Like, move away from this town.
1: Yeah. why? Yeah. That is, is, is another... a logical thing to do.
0: Yeah. Move away from the town. Move somewhere else. If it keeps happening, then you know, find help. Find other people who've experienced this. You know, there's other ways around it. Yeah. But it seems like they're hell bent on staying here. Yeah, they of... don't
1: really even think of that as an option. Oh, she. Oh, later on, but.
0: Oh, yeah, her patients don't. Yeah. yeah, her patients never think of it like. Tommy didn't think of it. His solution was to murder everyone, and then Scott's like, "Yep, sign me up."
1: Yeah, he th- still thinks that she can help him. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm like, it didn't go well for the last guy, but you know, he's made his choice. If what Tommy, if what Tommy saw was so bad, he killed himself and his family. Maybe it's really not a good idea. Is what I put in my notes. Like, yeah. maybe don't.
1: Yeah, can we? Can we not? I mean, surely you're going to be curious. I get that, but yeah. Uh, don't know if i'd make that decision but if it's yeah
0: exactly like if it's so bad that it makes you kill yourself i think i'd rather just see the owl yeah like
1: just keep thinking ignorance is bliss (laughs) make friends with the owl yeah
0: um abby agrees to the the hypnosis because she is purely selfish at this point this is the point where i'm starting to turn on abby as a character i was Mm. like Why are you agreeing to this? Yeah. You're only doing this for your own benefit. She
1: just wants to know what's happening in the town,
0: I think, but...
1: Yeah, I wanted to know as a viewer, so I was like, do
0: it. (laughs) As a viewer, we have no consequences. As a psychologist, (laughs) like...
1: Maybe not. Yeah,
0: she's got people's lives in her hand, and she's just like, sure, Uh I'll do it again. Yeah. Um, And Abel agrees to join the session as sort of like a second party, I guess, to make sure that she's doing it right, because the last guy killed himself.
1: Yeah, and I also felt that was good because they can't just say she's making it all up if there's a witness with her as yeah.
0: well. Yeah, as, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it also gives credit to, like, if the sheriff comes after her again, then Abel's there to be like, no, it was done properly and here's what happened. Yeah. Um, we see Scott hypnotized. He remembers the owl, but it doesn't look right. And then he just starts sort of starts twitching. He, like, just lays on the couch and sort of twitches his head a bit. And he, then he declares, there is no owl. And I was like, Oh ooh. That
1: just gave me chills even when you said it now. <laughs> it's I know. So spooky. It's so
0: good. I was like, like oh is there it? isn't an owl. <laughs> we know there isn't an owl, but cool. <laughs> he remembers someone outside his bedroom door. He knows what they are. Uh, they come all the time, he says. They enter his room and then Scott starts gargling like he's being drowned this was a really disturbing noise It literally yeah. sounds like he's drowning for a couple of seconds mm-hmm. Before he just starts seizing Like he has a full-on seizure on the couch uh, Abby wakes him up Scott, uh, Scott bolts upright Runs to the other side of the room And just vomits on the floor And I'm like, ooh, okay um, And he says that he saw them And they're not from here <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. We know it's aliens <laughs> Can we have a bit more information? What did they look like? Yeah. What were they doing?
1: Never really learned that, do you?
0: No, not at all. And I, again, like, with horror movies, there's, like, the mystery that I don't find frustrating and the mystery that I do find frustrating. And, like, this entire movie is, like, drip-feeding you information. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. (laughs) Come on, give me a bit more.
1: Show me the alien.
0: Yeah. Not necessarily show me the alien, but at least give me, like, a description, like, you Mm -hmm. know, I saw big black eyes or something like that. Give me something to, like you know chew on until we get a bit further um he he doesn't describe what he saw he can't see them now um he can't see what's in his own mind and i thought that was a really cool turn of phrase as well um yeah he can't see, like can you imagine that like yeah. imagining something but then you can't imagine it
1: like you know the memories there and you can't quite reach it yeah yeah
0: i thought that was an interesting way of saying it as well um he can only see the owl now. Every time he tries to remember what he saw, he can only see the owl again. Mm. But he knows the owl isn't there. So freaky. Um Yeah. All he can see is the owl, though he knows it's not an owl. And he mentions there's a putrid cinnamon smell that lingers in his mind. Yeah, that was a weird comment, wasn't it? That was a really weird comment. And I was putrid like, What does cinnamon? What does putrid cinnamon smell like? Like I guess that's what the alien smells
1: like. Yeah. yeah. But like Put- uh, yeah, you like, sh- cinnamon's a nice smell.
0: Yeah, and cinnamon's got like a very distinct like burny smell like to it. Spicy. Yeah, it's a very spicy smell to it, mm. but like a sweet spice. Yeah. But then like how do you I I can't imagine what putrid cinnamon smells like. Like if you're going to just de- like really overpowering. Maybe. But like if you were going to describe something to try and make it helpful for somebody to imagine, <laughs> why would you pick something so difficult to imagine smelling? <laughs> It's an owl, and it smells like
1: cinnamon. Yeah, why would it? Doesn't you...
0: sound that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cinnamon owl, everyone. It's wonderful. Like, why wouldn't you describe it like you know? It smelled like rotten garbage, or yeah. it smelled like you know, badly cooked roast dinner, or something like that. You know, something you can attach to, like put- that was
1: yeah, that putrid cinnamon strange.
0: is such an obscure. I can understand it as a, like if you were writing it you describe this thing that's like, like H.P. Lovecraft style. Like, you know, it's so, um, so horrible you can't describe it. Mm. That sort of feeling to it. But he did describe it. He just described it in a way that's, uh, you can't imagine. (laughs) Like, why would you think like that? That's a really weird, anyway. I got hung up on that for quite a while. I was like, what does putrid cinnamon smell like? What the fuck? (laughs) Um, He says he could hear a voice. And they take him away in his mind, but he can't remember where he goes. And at this point, I was like, "Okay, so were they not actually taking them physically? Mm. They're just like borrowing into their mind."
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit of both.
0: You reckon? Mm.
1: Yeah, because we definitely like some physical evidence.
0: Yeah, we definitely get the idea that they're taken physically later. Yeah. Because people being, like, dragged out of bed and stuff like that.
1: But they can communicate
0: through your mind as well. Yeah, it's some sort of level of telepathy or something like that. And that's how, like, they imprint the image of the owl and stuff like that. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Abel says he'll let the sheriff know that they've met uh, sorry, Abby lets them know that um, that uh, she'll tell the sheriff that they've met just in case.
1: <laughs> just in case you feel like killing someone. Yeah, just in
0: case you feel like killing your wife and or your other loved ones. Um, Wait, I'm,
1: doesn't she tell her to sleep in a different house or something?
0: Or like no. Diff-
1: oh, I thought she did.
0: I don't think she does. <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: just like, okay. Maybe don't stay together tonight.
0: <laughs> she's, like, she's like, hypnosis is all done. Congrats, guys. I'm just going to let the sheriff know in case you decide to murder her. Yeah. yeah, Have a good night, everyone. This is a very irresponsible psychiatrist. <laughs> um Scott now Scott says he now understands why Tommy did what he did and I was like, Well that's ominous as fuck. Definitely don't let them go home together. Yeah. He's like, I understand why he did what he did. And I was like, Okay Like maybe he needs to be watched overnight. Yeah, I was like, maybe we, we put you in this other room. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll chuck you in a jail cell, you're not under arrest, but maybe just sleep in there tonight just in case
1: <laughs> maybe he don't sleep maybe he just have some riffle. But she just
0: she just waves them goodbye. She's like, "Okay, have a good night, guys. I'll let the sheriff know just in case."
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess they did seem a little bit more stable than the other guy, like at least he was talking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean all he did was vomit instead of he had a mild seizure and then vomited instead of like the full on like throwing tables across the room and stuff like that but even still like concerning come on. Yeah. yeah concerning especially that comment about I know why he did it now like <laughs> um oh
1: yeah it was a great idea yeah I get it
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was a good idea makes sense come on wifey let's go home <laughs> and I'm like the, the idea of letting the sheriff know just in case I'm like the just in case is too late yeah The just-in-case is when you found her body. That's too late. (laughs) Um, Abby and Abel talk about abduction theory, the idea of alien abduction. Will was also curious about the subject, uh, but Abel is not convinced. They're interrupted by Abby's assistant, who I've not mentioned yet because she's barely a character. She's like in two scenes, maybe, and in the background of maybe a third or fourth one she is like the receptionist yeah exactly <laughs> That's she's,
1: forgettable.
0: she's the receptionist lady um who's been transcribing a dictaphone tape oh yes, yes one yes. of um one of abby's dictaphone tape tapes uh we get october 3rd 2000 it's one of her own thoughts on the case she's investigating midway through the tape however the recording of herself just starts screaming like, midway through, she just starts belting out, screaming, and then an alien voice sort of clunks in the foreground of the tape. And you can't understand what it's saying. It just sounds like syllables, like noise. Mm. But it's definitely alien. We go back to the recorded interview from September the September the 3rd, 2002. Um, this is with the real Abby. Uh, as she, dis- uh, she describes denial that it couldn't have been her voice on the tape making the alien noises because she was screaming at the time. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's pretty good evidence. That yeah. doesn't, doesn't mean that somebody else wasn't there doing it, but yes. was <laughs> just in the corner. Yeah, Abel's in the corner just going, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. It's just been a prank this whole time.
0: <laughs> oh my God fake evidence and she tries to remember what happened during the recording of the tape um we see Abby's house uh we sort of get a white light that washes past everything kind of like a searchlight as well Mm -hmm. which I always thought was interesting they always do this in like alien movies and stuff like that the light passes through the windows Mm -hmm. and it makes it look like a searchlight like it's searching for you which is very creepy and it works she remembers the bedroom door opening something came inside it left a mark of some sort on her shoulder. She remembers fighting back, but being dragged away.
1: And her fingernails clawing at the floor. Yeah,
0: yeah, she digs her fingernails yeah. into the floor. And, then and she had
1: blood underneath him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she finds scratch marks on the floorboards where her fingernails were dug into. But she doesn't... She can sort of remember doing it, but again, it feels like a dream.
1: Yes. And how terrified would you have to be to be fighting back that
0: much? Yeah, like... Most of the time, like, if you're getting dragged to another room, you'd be trying to kick the person. This was just what you're trying to stay where you are. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and the the scratch marks lead from the bed to the door. She listens to the tape again and again to try and figure out what happened. She needs to find out what the voice is saying to figure out what's happened to everyone. She thinks that, you know, the voice is the key to, to the whole mystery, basically. Mm. Um, she... Revisits Um Dr. A's book I'm just gonna call him Dr. A now Because I can't say his name Awaloa
1: Yeah when I was looking At the characters I saw him And I was
0: like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Like I'm not gonna try And
1: pronounce that
0: (laughs) We see Dr. A's book And she decides To contact him Because there's a number In the book Um Yeah, via the phone number inside. And I put, was this left by the husband? And I think it was, because he mentions shortly. She asks if um, the doctor knew her husband, and she gives the name Will. Um, They say no, and hang up immediately. Rude. Mm -hmm. Dude, rude. Everyone in this movie is just rude. He just hangs up on her, not like, oh, no, no, I don't. What what would this be in reference to? Oh, no, she hangs up. Because yeah yeah. the guy says uh, he doesn't know and then he asks who's calling and she just hangs up I'm like Abby (laughs) don't be rude I think I think he spooked her when he asked who was calling Mm. she kind of freaks out a bit Uh, Abby goes through the book and we sort of get glimpses of what this book is about and it looks like it's a mix of sort of anthropology like history like ancient Ancient cultures Mm. but it's mixed with aliens. Like, there's lots of references to rocket ships when looking at, like, uh, old carvings and stuff like that. So it's one of those sort of, what do you call them, like, theory books? But what do you call them? Like, conspiracy. It's like a conspiracy theory book.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that around, about like, ancient cultures experiencing aliens. Yeah,
0: yeah, and people thinking like, the pyramids were built by aliens and yeah. stuff like that. It's It's basically one of those books talking about, like, ancient cultures and their relation to Aliens. Um, the phone rings and it's Doctor A. He's called back. Um, it looks like the husband did call because Doctor A says that he he had a call from this number, but it wasn't a Will who called. It, it was John. And I was like,
1: fake know? name. Yeah, fake
0: name. But could you be more inventive with your names? Like, <laughs> uh This is uh, John Smith. Um, <laughs> not Will. Not Will. John. Yeah. Like, give yourself a fancy name. Oh, this is Hunter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: live like, your fantasy <laughs> yeah
0: live your fantasy live your best life will your your imagination's sorely lacking
1: <laughs> yeah but then that seems this like this is batman <laughs> <laughs> then he definitely would hang up
0: yeah people are like i'm sorry i can't help you <laughs>
1: Three guy. Yeah.
0: yeah fucking <laughs> kids hangs up the phone
1: But it kind of does feel like maybe Will was onto something that she's about to discover.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, It seems like um, Will wanted to know more about ancient languages. That's what he was asking Dr. A about. And it seems like um, Dr. A would have believed in the whole alien story. So why was Will being so coy about it? Mm. He used a fake name. He doesn't ask about aliens or anything like that he just asks about um like dead languages
1: i guess if he was a psychologist it is kind of frowned upon to be in a way like invested in those kind of theories so maybe he was just trying to keep it on the down low that he was investigating it
0: yeah yeah i can understand that but then he used a fake name so then why not ask whatever questions you want yeah oh this is this it's just is... John yeah this is just jo- a crazy John, John down S- the corner yeah this is John Smith I live in the, the the rural mountains of buttfuck nowhere um you know are aliens real like give me your theories on aliens mm. but no. yeah he doesn't actually ask anything like relevant or like maybe he didn't want to admit to himself what he was experiencing maybe but he's already doing this investigation mm. so like whether he believes what happened to him was real or not he's certainly investigating what happened to his patients as if it were real mm. So why not just ask the doctor what you want to know instead of being cryptic about it? Because this doctor (laughs) would definitely believe you Mm. because of his book, which is all about aliens and ancient cultures.
1: Yeah, he definitely seemed like an ally.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Will didn't treat him like one, which I just thought was weird. Mm. Um, Abby uh, explains the situation to Dr. A, who agrees to come to her to help with the investigation. I was like, yes. I'm like you know, we're getting... she has
1: someone that believes what she's saying and he's gonna help her. I'm so excited. We're
0: basically getting our team together. We're getting our like alien alien avengers together. We've got yeah. we've got Dr. Abel, we've got Abby and Awaloa yeah. <laughs> together at last. <laughs> um, we get a whiteout. The the whole screen goes white and this fucking blinded me because I was watching this in the dark and I'm like, ah, oh, my eyes And then we got the alien ship coming for you. <laughs> We get a beautiful shot of a snowy owl, um, and it does look like an alien. I'm like, cool. Yeah. What great imagery to use for this alien abduction story is owls. Um, Awaloa explains the language spoken on the tape is definitely Sumerian. One of the I, I put one of the oldest languages, right? Question mark. Yes, it and then is. I got very proud of myself when they confirmed that it is like the oldest known language. So I was like, pat on the back for me. Yeah, I know some shit. <laughs> uh, he says it's the holy grail of dead languages, and he says that. They don't have a full, like, dictionary of the words. They've only got pieces of it. They Mm. haven't been able to translate the entire language.
1: Convenient.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But probably true. Mm. Like, if it's been dead for that long, trying to translate it would be so difficult. difficult. Especially if you can't track the lineage. I don't... I love this sort of stuff. The lineage of language, like seeing how it evolved into other languages, like Latin, parts of Latin become English and stuff like that. So you can track it. You can see that like, oh, this word is very close to this word we use today. So you track down the meaning from that and that Mm. gives you context to what you're reading. Mm. So it's like, it's a big mystery thing trying to, like, trying to understand languages like that. Mm. It's like, you know, like those little puzzles you get in magazines and stuff like mm. that. Like,
1: And it is cool they base that kind of thing on real life because that was actually a, ne- a
0: language. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a very, very dead language. I don't know how old Sumerian is, mm. but it's like well, it's the oldest language known, apparently. Uh, but we get some we get some translations. Um, so the tape says, E ne ne may na um and he says our creation but don't were the only words he can make out in that which didn't make any sense yeah he he says they know the first two they don't know the first two words but the other thing the other part was our creation but don't are they
1: trying to say that they created humans or something
0: something like that that's what Mm. I was like I was like are they trying to take credit for humanity or trying to take Credit for humanity's advancement, maybe mm. you know you're using our creations or something like that. Iki ka examine, and then eak sugzagu, And he he just says that the only word he can translate there is the last word, which means ruin or destroy. Mm. So we've got our creation, but don't examine and ruin or destroy. I was like cool I love this sort of this as a mystery is really interesting for me mm. I don't know about for you but like I was a like
1: a word puzzle kind yeah
0: of. yeah like trying to figure the context and trying to figure the con um, the meaning behind what little information you have yeah I thought was very cool because this can be taken what 20-30 different ways mm. it could have positive meanings it could have negative meanings it could be aggressive it could be calm it all depends on how you read it yeah which is
1: very cool I like that but from what we've got from the aliens like even to this point it's all very dark
0: it has a very well it's a horror movie it has a very dark tone to it but like they could mean no harm like don't worry you know we created you we're just here to examine or something like that Mm. but yeah no we know it's a horror movie so we know that they (laughs) they probably don't have our best intentions at heart just
1: uh, gently examining you <laughs> yeah
0: don't worry just lean back um dr a confirms it is the oldest language and i i put little brackets here go me gave myself a little pat on the back for knowing that um abby thinks the message is aggressive and she wants to know what happened to her in that room uh abel stops the conversation and he's basically trying to find um trying to find reason in it and he's like you know maybe you recycled your tape. And she's like, I've never recycled a tape before. And he's like, maybe this time you did. Yeah. And like re-recorded over it. And that's why we've got this mismatch of like um, recordings over the top of one another.
1: But then why would it actually translate into something? And why would the specialist in that language say it's definitely this language? Like he's just trying to... Think logically. He's trying to deny, you know?
0: Yes. But at the, at the same time, you could look at it with the... Because half of that stuff that was said wasn't even Can't, translatable. Yeah. Yeah. So you could look at it as in, like, have you ever... Do you know, like, the, the number 13? The, the 13 theory or whatever it is? You know, if anything can be 13, if you look at it long enough... Right. You can boil anything down to the number 13. mm like you like
1: they're seeing things because they want to see it.
0: Yeah, there's a movie based on it. I think um, with Jim Carrey. Like a, not a comedy movie. Like it's a proper like thriller where he goes insane because everything means thirteen and he <laughs> wants to know what thirteen means. But like, yeah, yeah, like if you boil down your name and then you, I don't know, you write out what number in the alphabet it is and eventually you'll hit 13, mm. eventually. Mm. It's that sort of theory that like, if you're looking hard enough, you'll find. Something. You'll always reach the conclusion you want yeah. because you'll make the, you'll make the, you'll make the facts boil down to what you already think it is. Mm. If you're I mean, determined. and it's a
1: human response because you don't want to believe that something horrible is happening in your town. You just want it to be like, oh, you just recorded over your tape. Yeah. By mistake. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's not an unreasonable thing to say. Um, Dr. A talks about aliens in Sumerian history. This is where we learn about like rocket ships and carvings and references to that sort of stuff throughout history. Um, Abel tries to coax Abby into thinking more reasonably about it and logically just about the situation in general. And then the phone rings and it's Scott's wife asking for her
1: not again
0: (laughs) not again get the please um the group the entire group goes over I love this we've got the three doctors we've got Dr. A Dr. A and Dr. A (laughs) (laughs) our lower triple A's we've got got the triple A's (laughs) our lower Abby and Abel they're on their way um the group go over Scott's lying in bed terrified he's sweating he looks very sick like actually sick not just like scared Mm. he looks like Like, he's got a really, really bad cold. Yeah. Uh, She takes the cover off and inspects a bruise on his arm. He's got sort of a strange mark there. Which was similar to her own one, wasn't it? Yes, the one she's she's got on her shoulder. And she immediately goes, we need to record this. And this is where my opinion on her completely flipped. Mm. Where she does not care about her patient. Yeah. She's only interested in finding what Um, she wants. Yeah. Yeah. She's not concerned with this person's like well-being at all did you start to flip on her character at this point as well or was it just me mm.
1: to be honest i didn't really flip on her because i was interested in what she was investigating
0: <laughs> oh so you were you were more intrigued into the like mystery of her yeah yeah focusing on her character mm. oh yeah that's absolutely fair because this is mostly a mystery movie hmm Um, He says the idea has dug into his head and he needs to get it out. Um, She puts him him under hypnosis to calm him. Yeah,
1: see, this part, that is kind of what I was disagreeing with about her, is that she kept hypnotizing people. When Mm. every time she did it, something went wrong. Yeah. So is there no other way to find answers than
0: hypnotizing them? (laughs) Yeah, it just seems like a bad idea. This is now the third time. The first guy killed himself and his family. The second guy had a seizure and threw up. And the third guy is already looking unwell and you're like, you know what you need? A little <laughs> bit of hypnotizing. <laughs> you want another round? Let's go. Yeah. I'm like, Abby, Abby, can we not? <laughs> Why is this her go-to? I don't know. Yeah. Girl, can, can, can you stop? Um, with uh, Scott under hypnosis, she starts the interview But the second she says his name, he bolts upright, gasping, mouth gaping unnaturally far Mm. um, before beginning to levitate off the sheets and speaking in Sumerian.
1: Yes. And they cut to the real footage then, didn't they? Yes.
0: Yes. The real footage.
1: And conveniently, it was like very blurry. It
0: was very blurry. The camera kept cutting out the face the face stretches like the mouth gapes unnaturally yeah is this is this why this gave you nightmares I could see this scene in particular being what was frightening
1: well because for some reason I believed it was real like mm. back then it seemed like it now I look at it and like clearly it's not
0: real but yeah
1: you know I believed it then and then because it happened when you go to sleep
0: ah okay and like
1: you're not aware of what's happening Hmm that's what scared me like I didn't want to go to sleep because I thought it could
0: happen yeah no that's fair I had the same reaction with um, Cube a movie because like these people like went to sleep and then they wake up in uh, like a booby trapped cube like Mm. um, every wall has a door on it and that leads to another cube room and some of the rooms are like booby trapped
1: Interesting. So it's
0: like a mix of sore with like a psychological thriller. But yeah, I had the same reaction because they all said they just went to sleep and then woke up in that thing. And I was yeah. terrified that I was going to go to sleep and then yeah. wake up in that death trap.
1: And this whole movie to me, like, I don't know, you want to think that when you meet aliens, they're not going to be aggressive and like malicious. Mm. But this whole movie, I felt like they were. Yeah. And it's but like not they, they have like terrible intentions. Like, everyone's so terrified of it happening. That's what scared me, I guess. Like, I didn't want to go to sleep. And, it's and that a... happened to me. And then not even know what happened. Yeah.
0: And it's got a completely different feel to like an alien invasion movie. Like, it doesn't, it's not like, you know, the end of the world or something like that. This is like personal terror.
1: Yeah. And they keep coming back for you. Yeah. It's not like a one time thing.
0: No, it's like they, they pick on you. <laughs> And, Um,
1: yeah, because I I thought it was based on a true story.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what scared me. When we we were young and immature. (laughs) When we were
1: young and dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the message from the aliens is only half translatable, but sort of mentions um, three words in particular. Pray, uh, study, and conclude.
1: Hmm.
0: And I was like, okay scott is their prey they need to conclude their studies maybe something like that
1: oh i thought they meant praise and like pray to god
0: oh oh i hadn't read it like that maybe Mm. maybe they want you to worship them oh yeah because they do mention that later Mm. they say that like i am god or whatever like that so maybe they're like worship us we will study you until we reach a conclusion i don't know Mm. but um scott collapses to the bed unconscious um abby sort of rushes around the house next is the next thing we see we see mila Djokovic as abby running around the house packing suitcases and she decides they're leaving
1: see this was the logical thing you were talking about just leave the town yeah
0: get out <laughs> why did no one else try this yeah um
1: now she's thinking clearly
0: yeah Uh, Ronnie looks outside and sees the police. The police are coming for her. Abby opens the door. uh, The sheriff is furious as Scott now has three vertebrae severed and is paralyzed from the waist down.
1: Yeah. See, this is what happens to her hypnosis
0: people. Yes. Her patients. They all
1: get fucked up.
0: Stop hypnotizing people. (laughs)
1: Like, Why do you want this? Stop it, Abby. What are you
0: <laughs> She explains what happened and the sheriff doesn't believe. Um, I taped it, but it all got distorted, she says. And I'm like, yeah, why does this always happen? Whenever there's like So proof,
1: convenient. Whenever there's <laughs>
0: proof of like Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster or something, they're always just like, oh, yes, see, I have a picture. And I'm like, no, you've got like an eighth of a picture. <laughs> yeah, you can't even see shit. Yeah, there's nothing here. What are you talking about? That tiny blur? That could be anything. You could have put your thumb over the camera lens. I don't know
1: yeah nowadays our phones are so good like you can't use that excuse yeah
0: exactly the sheriff arrests her um and abel arrives just in time to sort of defend her um he has a good he has good arguments for her not being physically strong enough to break um the to break scott's back basically is what he says like she couldn't have done it she's just not physically strong enough to You know, break someone's back in three places.
1: Plus, he was there.
0: Yeah. Plus, he was there. And yeah, the the video evidence, I don't think, would be usable at all Mm. because it's just blurry and foggy and sort of scratchy, and you can't tell what's going on.
1: Mm. They tried.
0: They tried. They tried. (laughs) They they always (laughs) try, but it never works. Conveniently, Um, Sheriff agrees to leave her, but she's now under house arrest. Um, Abel goes with the. Goes with the sheriff. I can't remember why he does. He, like, I think he needs to be questioned. I think it was to
1: question him, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the sheriff takes able to be questioned. Uh, Ronnie and can... probably
1: to discuss her mental state as well.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, probably. Mm. If he's, like, taking care of her mentally, the sheriff probably know, wants to know what's going on. Mm. Uh, Ronnie continues to cold shoulder mum. No hug. <laughs> and I'm starting to understand his side as well. The more this movie goes on, the more I'm like, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. If, if you were a child in that point of view, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah,
0: because yeah, that kid's probably grieving as well. Yeah. Like, his dad's just died, and his mum is flat out refusing to accept what happened.
1: And she's not there for him at all. She's just obsessed with, like, ghost yeah, be- hunting or yeah, baby she, she's <laughs> become, alien hunting.
0: she's become... Uh, Yeah, she's become obsessed with these conspiracy theories instead Mm. of helping her family through this. And he's resenting her for it. And
1: dealing with the
0: trauma that happened to her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm kind of understanding where this kid is coming from at this point. Yeah. Uh, Cops arrive to watch Abby's house to make sure she doesn't leave. Um, We get the real Abby now. Um, mentions the number of people murdered, suicides, and missing people from Nome, and that the FBI drop in from time to time, like hundreds of times since the 60s. So this is like a hotspot for FBI agents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that. That's not really proof, though. Correlation is not causation. Mm-hmm. Like, just because the FBI turn up a lot does not mean that aliens are there. Yeah. It might mean that they've got a bureau there. It might mean that. You know they've got some sort of operation in progress, but you know, whatever, sure. <laughs> um, she goes through the different levels of alien encounters. This was great, a bit a bit of information because I didn't know this. Mm. I didn't know the what the four. I know there were like, um, you know the, the four kinds of alien encounter. I just didn't know how to like define them. Yeah, the first kind is when you see a UFO. second second time is when you find evidence such as crop circles or something like that. Third kind is making contact, um, like speaking to aliens. And then the fourth kind is full-on abduction.
1: Which you never want.
0: Yeah, no, you probably don't want abduction. Unless it's E.T. E.T. abduction? E.T. abduction. (laughs) Don't they try and take the kid in E.T.? I can't remember. It's been so long since I watched E.T. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, She thinks gnome is the connection. The murders, missing and suicides is all aliens and there's more all around the world. I'm like, okay, this is really starting to sound like culty and like very, very conspiracy theory now. Mm, Like her threads of logic are starting to get very thin. Um, Abby says people are being abducted um, but forced to forget it. Um... Yeah, I think it's the way she was talking. My note here just says, okay, you've lost me with your logic now. This is just sounding like straight up nonsense. Mm. Because she's just like spewing information. But it's all like, it's like when you hear like anti-vaxxers talk and stuff like that. And you're just like, like, sure, sure. You're like, that's not real information. And you don't
1: even want to engage because you're like. Yeah,
0: because you're like, that doesn't even sound like real information. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Back of a cereal box? Like, what? <laughs> um,
1: Don't believe everything you see on Facebook, guys.
0: Yeah. We get uh, a shot of a clock saying three thirty three thirty three What is the re- relevance of this? We see it like four or five times throughout the movie. What yeah. is 3.33am? I
1: think it's when they come.
0: It's a very specific time. Yeah. It's so weird. Okay.
1: Yeah, and also that scared me when I first watched it because I always wake up at times like that. Mm. Like, I will look at the clock and it's like... One eleven or three thirty three or something.
0: Oh wow, that's quite groovy.
1: Yeah, but other people say that's angel numbers.
0: Yeah, and I was like, what is it's three thirty three like? Aliens number? Like, is that what you dial to get aliens? Six 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 is Satan. One 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 is angels. Three 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 is aliens. Three 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 is for aliens. But in between. <laughs> yeah, and what's the witching hour? Hey, witching hour is three a.m., isn't it? Something like that. Um. You know, yeah. when witchcraft's supposed to be strongest is like three a.m. or something. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the police that are watching the house have fallen asleep um, but are woken by an owl coo, which I thought was a very nice touch. Like, he's woken up just by a whoo, and I'm like, whoo. Um The officer sees a light come, come on above the house and leaves his car to investigate. A UFO appears above the house. Um, the deputy describes what's going on as the camera of the car conveniently cuts out. The police car camera that was supposed to You know, they what is it, dash cam? That's what Yeah dash cam. The dash cam on the police car goes out and
1: It's like the aliens can interfere with technology, I guess, is what they're getting at.
0: I guess so. But does this police officer know that? Mm-mm. because he specifically goes about describing what he's saying. I guess because he, he's radioing it in. Yeah. He's radioing it in. So I'll, I'll give that one a pass. Um, the family, He says that the family's being pulled out of the house or something like that. He's like, oh my God, they're taking them or something like that. Freaky. Uh, the camera comes back on and the sorcerer is gone. The UFO is gone. Police backup arrives. Sheriff enters the house. Abby's just crying on the floor. And she's saying that aliens took Ashley, the daughter, the blind daughter. Um, I know she's meant to come off as uh, inconsolable at this moment, but she's, she sort of comes off as mentally unstable instead. Yeah. Did you get that as well? Like,
1: that's definitely what the police
0: thought. The, that's definitely what the police thought. And it's kind of the vibe I was getting off it as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, I do get it, what it would look like. From the outside, like obviously mm. they're going to think she's done something. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: They don't want to think a UFO just came over a house
0: and took her children. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm so willing to like suspend my 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 um, disbelief in so many movies, but for some reason this one I was just not buying the story they were peddling. Yeah, they were just like, hey, look, it's aliens, and she took they took <laughs> my daughter, and it sounded like you know crazy asylum Ooh. things people would be screaming at 2am in an asylum or something like that. I don't know. And I like, I suspend my disbelief for all kinds of movies. I love alien movies. We just did Pitch Black not that long ago. Great alien movie. Um, Sheriff loses his patience and smashes a mirror in in, um, in Ashley's room. Um, and Ronnie also tells her to just stop. The son is now like, mum, just stop. He's kind yeah. of reached his breaking point, I think, Ronnie. Um,
1: but I thought that was kind of, like, mean because obviously she's distraught because her daughter's missing. And it's his sister, too. Like, wouldn't he be concerned about that? I think he is. But d- he thinks that his mum did something to her, obviously. Yes.
0: I think that the son is, he's fed up with his mum using aliens as, like, A the excuse. excuse. mm because she's used it to not deal with the dad and now something's happened to his sister and his mum's first reaction is to scream aliens. Right. And he's just like aliens aren't real. Can we live in reality, please? (laughs) Stop with the aliens. Yeah, basically. Sheriff takes Ronnie from her custody due to her instability and Ronnie just leaves willingly. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't put up any kind of fight. He's just like, I'm done.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: done. My mum isn't there for me. I'm done. Yeah. Um, And he tells her to basically just let him go. Um, Abby is now on a mission to find Ashley. She contacts Abel. She asks him to hypnotize her. I'm like, girl, have we learned nothing? She's like, do it to me now. Yeah, my, my <laughs> turn. My <laughs> turn. And Dr. A also agrees to help as well. Mm. So Abby goes under the hypnosis. Um, they make her remember the night she did the dictation, where there was the weird voice. Uh, she describes an owl looking down on her, smiling. I was like, what does an owl smile look yeah. like? Ooh, that's a creepy image to imagine. Yeah, how would I even smile? I don't know. With the eyes? With that, mm, <laughs> like, giving, giving her the come-hither look. Mm. <laughs> um, Abel pushes forward. It's not an owl. We see that it's 3.30am again. The door opens. The shadowy figure moves into the room. She screams as she's dragged from the room. And we see that full like fingernails digging into the floorboards, everything like that. We see a shot inside of the spaceship. Um, as something shoots into her shoulder, Abby, um, on the couch where she's being hypnotized, starts convulsing as she screams in an alien's voice that says, Enforce my will, um, not world no, I think were the only parts that could be translated. Yeah,
1: this, yeah. I mean, the did get a little bit strange, to be honest.
0: Like, yeah. Seeing the actual inside of the spaceship just like ended all credit for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you all stop, credibility. You stop believing it when it's like so far fetched.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you actually see the inside of the spaceship, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not buying this. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know you're trying. I'm not buying yeah. it. But,
1: <laughs> That's what I mean. It didn't age well. <laughs> yeah.
0: But she's yelling, she's yelling in Sumerian. And the only words that could be translated were enforce my will, not world and know, as in K-N-O-W, as in to know something. Um, Abby starts conversing with the aliens, pleading for her child back, and we get more Sumerian. It says, Child, never returned. Truth remains. Saviour, Father, I am God. Which is interesting, like... I really like these Sumerian translation things. Yeah. Because it leaves so much up to your mind about what the other words in the sentence are. Mm. And I really like that. That's cool. Um, We see the distorted face of Abby flicking in and out on the left because we've got that panelling again. We're getting the Sumerian translations on the right and we're getting the sort of distorted image of um, Abby's hypnosis on the left. And it's sort of flicking in and out, and we can see that she's got the, like, stretched face, like Scott had, and she's doing all kinds of weird shit. She's possessed. She's possessed by whatever the alien is. Um, Abby wakes... uh, Sorry, Abel wakes Abby, and something attacks them. Um, Through the video, it's really too distorted to tell what's going on. I wasn't Mm. sure if they were screaming because... Abby like collapsed or they were screaming because they were being attacked or like it was really hard to tell what was going on um, when the camera resumes it's collapsed on the floor and that's all we get out of that then we skip back to the real Abby who says the three of them were abducted but they can't remember anything about what happened or where they were she believes whatever it is was beyond imagining. Uh, hopelessness. I think she says she she imagines them as hopelessness. Mm. I was like, cool, what a great description. Yeah, describing them as hopelessness. And I sp- I put this as very Lovecraft as well, because mm. um, he dealt a lot with like indescribable horror, something so terrible you can't actually you can't even describe put it. it. Into words. Yeah. yeah, so bad you can't describe it. It was hopelessness. So can't be God but it can pretend to be, is the line she said.
1: What did you think of that?
0: What a great line. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought that was pretty terrifying, like something so powerful that it pretends to be God.
0: Yeah. And just generally as a line, what a great line. It was hopelessness, so it can't be God, but it can pretend to be. Mm. Like it's powerful enough to pretend to be God.
1: Mm.
0: Great. Terrifying. What a great line. <laughs> yeah. uh, she wakes up a few days later in hospital. This is, we're back with Mila Jokovic again, playing the Abby. Playing Abby, not the Abby. Um, Sheriff and Abel are in the room. Sheriff apologizes, but he asks how Will died. He's basically making her confront it. Now, Abby says that he was murdered by aliens. And Sheriff denies this. He shows the photos of Will's body and the gun he used to kill himself. So it's not like he was stabbed or even like slit his wrists or something like that. She's full on wrong in her account of what happened.
1: Such a good twist, though, right?
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. It was. It was never murder. It was suicide, and it was by gun. Mm. And she didn't he... want to admit that he could do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put that this was almost kind of disappointing as a conclusion of this this arc of the story, though. Like I wanted it to be something more. Mm. Like if it turned out that she had murdered him, yeah, great. <laughs> is that I what you wanted? So yeah, I you it fully
1: turned on her. You are like, yeah.
0: yeah, she's the murderer. She's the, the murderer. Moment. She's I alien. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of wanted a bit more from it, but this was enough. She just flat out refuses to accept it. She's a psychologist and would have seen it coming, is what she says. Mm. But I am like, that's 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 a willfully ignorant comment. I think, like. Just because you work in mental health does not mean you know what's going on inside people's heads.
1: Yeah. It's... I guess she feel like she failed him, right? Mm. Because you're she's his partner. Yeah. Like, if something was happening with him, she should have known that. Like, she should have seen the signs. Yeah. And she didn't, which is probably why it's so hard for her to admit that's what he did. And she couldn't help him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's it's interesting that she's that willfully ignorant about it though especially to make up this whole story so either mm. she's so in denial that she's made this fantasy for herself or she knows what happened but made a story instead mm. so it depends which side you lean on for that
1: yeah i think she just is like can't admit to herself that's what it was. So sometimes the brain creates like false
0: memories to protect yeah.
1: yourself, yeah, like to protect you from the that's truth. That's why I was thinking she can't handle it.
0: Is this a false memory, mm. or is she willfully making the story? Mm. Like, is this like, is she purposefully lying and making up this story? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You reckon that she actually believed it? Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So the sheriff asks again, what happened to Ashley? Um, she pleads with Abel to tell the sheriff about the abduction that they that they um, witnessed, and they returned, but Ashley didn't. Uh, sheriff says, "You can't, you can't stop being insane," is what he says, which I think is quite interesting. It stays, it, it stays with you forever.
1: Yeah. Cool. Ooh. I mean, now you understand why he's been treating her that way the whole time because. She had this false memory of her husband's death. So yeah. she's so unreliable in everything she says to them. And it
0: would be frustrating. Yeah. As a sheriff, like. To you're have like, this... oh, crazy woman again. <laughs> yeah, this woman who keeps talking about how her husband was stabbed by aliens. And you're like, no, he shot himself. Mm. Like, the even the, the method of death wasn't the same. So it's so wrong. But they kind of let her think that as well.
1: Yeah. I guess maybe they thought she couldn't handle it. Because otherwise they'd be like, no.
0: Or maybe they just thought it was harmless Until it wasn't Mm, Yeah. Mm. So we see the interview With real Abby And she admits that Will killed himself And the interviewer questions Her reliability As a As a narrator Mm. And I was like yeah Because she knows that it's That what she experienced Of Will's death wasn't real Yeah So then how viable is the entirety of her story
1: Yeah if she could have one false memory, could she not have more?
0: Yeah, or, like, if she knows that what happened to Will wasn't real, can she not recognise that maybe everything else wasn't real either? Yeah. Can she not connect the dots? Or is she willfully making the story to get clout or as a way to diffuse what happened to her daughter, whatever happened to her? Um, did she know a... Did she know all along how he died, but used it as a way, but use it as a way to push her theories along?
1: Mm. Is that your
0: take? That's my question. Mm. What do you think? Like, did she know all along how he died, and used it as a way to push forward with the alien theories? That's not really how I saw it. You reckon it was actual?
1: Like the way I experienced it was something traumatic happened to her. She couldn't deal with it. But he had, like, he'd been investigating this thing that so many people in the town had gone missing. That Something's Mm. there. And she's like, he he found something. I need to investigate this and find out what's going on, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how I saw it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it as well. Because I wasn't sure. I was teaching on both sides. I was like, maybe she is like a compulsive liar. Mm. and like this is just like this is her way of getting famous or yeah. this is a way of explaining away everything or... i guess there
1: was a little bit of mystery there like you could interpret it yeah you can interpret you it either way but then there was like footage of a the aliens and stuff and like the police officer who saw it over their house and that kind of thing mm. that made me think maybe there is some truth to that
0: maybe yeah um, she claims she never lied. The abduction, the abduction story was her way of dealing with his death. That's what she says. Mm. Uh, but the other tapes could not be faked. Like her, her dictaphone tape where the alien-speaking Sumerian. And we sort of get a montage of all the different tapes and the different patient files that we've seen with Tommy and Scott mm. and all that. We get quick glimpses of all of them. Basically trying to say that, you know, all these... Uh, all of these clips are real um she has to believe because that's how she'll get ashley back is what she says she's still looking for a way to get her daughter back mm-hmm. uh-huh. did she kill ashley <laughs> either accidentally or purposefully and suppress it and suppress it like she did with will's suicide
1: potentially i guess could be because she
0: was never found or was there an accident like abby fell down the stairs or something like that and she dealt with the body and then made up this story to deal with that
1: or if it was aliens was it like them targeting her Mm. to get back her like i'm gonna take your daughter I think that's like the that's, worst thing they could do to her.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what her story is. Mm. Her interpretation of everything that happened or her recollection of events is that, like, this is the aliens punishing me. Yeah. But whether or th- that's true or not, true. because we know of the unreliability of her as a Haley narrator. Mm. Mm. So the interview concludes. We pull away to reveal that um, she is wheelchair bound. So her, na- her back probably broke like Scotts did when she got possessed by the alien. Mm. Um, we get some ending notes. We see that Gnome has been visited... Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. This is Mila Djokovic talking to the audience again, saying that Gnome has been visited over 2,000 times by FBI agents. We get the sickening rotating forest again. So I was just like, just stare at her face. Just don't look at the background. <laughs> um, and they say, In the end, what you believe is yours to decide concluded by the director and Mila Djokovic. Basically, they sort of say it together. And that's quite an interesting way to end it. You know, interpret it for yourself, whether mm. you believe in what she said or whether you don't believe it. Um, we get some end notes. We learn that Abel still practices psychology but refused to participate in the film. Dr. A works at a university. He agreed to help with some of the translations, but that's it. But she, but he does cooperate Abby's story. Uh, Sheriff August has since retired and rejected to be to take part in the film. Uh, Ronnie has not reconnected with Abby and blames her for Ashley's disappearance. I thought that was an interesting tidbit. Yes. Um, Abby has been cleared of suspicion. She's now bedridden but continues to assert that aliens took her daughter. Ashley has never been found. And that's our final shot. The screen goes um, bright white and just the words Ashley has never been found are left on screen roll credits to various calls of ufo encounters like people calling into radios talking about you know that time they saw a ufo or whatever like that and that's the end of our movie so give me your overall thoughts on this movie as far as like the script the the design the concept choices everything like that what was your give me a breakdown of your thoughts on this movie
1: well it is very interesting because when i first watched it i had a completely different um, opinion I guess like to me when I first watched it it was so terrifying and babies mm. don't normally scare me yeah you're... like sometimes I laugh in horror films
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right you said you laughed during it yeah.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> but then the second time I watched it I was like okay well this is very unbelievable nowadays mm. you can see that it's not real footage or anything yeah like, I don't know when they were like levitating above the bed and stuff that kind of it was a bit too far for me to believe it.
0: Yeah, it, it starts to reach the level of abstract rather than you know teetering on like reality.
1: Yeah, but I still thought it was like a really good mystery to follow along, and like there mm. were bits like the husband's death. I think that was really cool. You're just wondering like, oh, what actually happened to him? And
0: yeah, there was lots keeps to interested. There was lots of lines to follow, which I thought was was quite good. Mm. I I like the con- um not the concept, but the like style of the movie, like using the panelling and stuff like that, and using like half the real footage and half the acted reenactment footage I thought gave an interesting take to it and Yay. stuff like that. Um what was your overall rating for this movie? Your personal enjoyment from one being awful and ten being amazing. Where would you rate this for yourself on a second watch now that you've rewatched it again? Mm-hmm. Maybe a six.
1: A six. Oh, yeah, that's not <laughs> bad.
0: Not bad. Yeah. Um, this is my first time watching this movie, everyone. Uh, I would give this, like, a five. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: I was very interested to think, like, to find out what you thought about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I I didn't think Mila Djokovic was particularly strong mm. as an actress in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: she was kind of like this is what happened
0: yeah like, this is how it happened it, fer- it felt very she didn't really
1: get into character that much yeah
0: it felt very melodramatic and very like unbelievable and mm. you know I love her in like the Resident Evil movies and Fifth Element's one of my favourite movies but this movie I just thought she was not good yeah and just the general concept and stuff like that it felt so unbelievable like even yeah. even the movie couldn't decide it wasn't it's not that I wanted it to push an agenda but even the movie didn't believe what it was showing you. Yeah. Understand. and because of that, like everything just felt like it was pointless to watch. Mm. It's like, oh well, none of this is none of this is real. You don't believe it's real. I know it's not real because it's a movie. like yeah, so where are we sat with this?
1: <laughs> so you didn't find it
0: scary at all no i did like the effect of like the um gaping mouth and stuff like that mm-hmm. when they got possessed i thought that was quite cool yeah and like the noises i'm I'm very aud- uh i'm a very audio person when it comes to movies and stuff like that like put the right piece of music to something and like it'll make me cry or like make me scared and stuff like that so they did some really cool things with the audio in mm-hmm. this movie
1: yeah i think maybe the delivery of what they were trying to do wasn't so good Mm. like i think the concept was quite cool how like aliens could be so malicious and like so terrifying yeah i i liked it and like the i am god thing yeah that scared me and like how i don't know they come and take you from your room like when i went to bed that night i still thought about it like
0: imagine if Being dragged someone just did like show that. up
1: at your door and like dragged you out of bed
0: yeah absolutely I, I feel like yeah the movie's conviction in it's own story let it down mm. I think if they pushed hard or I, I, I don't want to like smush it's creativity but they, if they'd gone with a more Conventional way of portraying yes. this movie. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking on my second watch. I was like, if they'd just done the storyline without the real footage, yeah, and maybe you'd like be more invested in that. Like story if it line. was
0: just the just the alien story, and like they started it with like based on a true story, and then yeah. gone through the story. For some reason, I really I liked the moments where they had the split panel, but it completely like invalidated everything. That was a reenactment Mm. because it's like, well, now that's just a drama. Yeah. I'm not watching like what they believe is real. Yeah. I'm watching a reenactment.
1: But imagine if you watched it like 30 years ago, like, you know, when they first had the first movie and it was a train just coming Mm. towards the audience, everybody ran away because they thought it was real. So, you know, if you had watched it like a while ago.
0: Maybe even 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like me. (laughs) if I'd watched this when it first came out maybe it would have been way more effective
1: yeah I just think it didn't age that well
0: yeah yeah maybe that's the only problem with it it just has aged poorly yeah (laughs) because like you said you enjoyed this ten years ago yeah but now it's only a six for you yeah (laughs) All alright we like to give credit where credit's due here so is there a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to someone who lifted this movie up for you
1: I think the actor that portrayed the real Abby was really good like her oh, yeah. Her face was like so hollow, and she was just like so drained of life almost. She
0: did. Look, she looked tired. She looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but in the best way. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like to she'd know.
1: really been through something. Yeah, you know?
0: I didn't realize that they were also actors as well. I thought that was. I mean, obviously, like the the stuff with people levitating off beds and stuff like that. Obviously, that's fake. Mm. But like, I thought the actual interview with between the director and her was real. Was like an actual person. was was the actual person talking yeah. about her experiences. With that's aliens. what I
1: thought when I first watched it too. Yeah,
0: but finding out that she's an actual actress as well, great, good on her. Mm. She did a good job. Yeah, she convinced me that she was a lady talking about her alien experience yeah. so great good on you i wanted to give um kudos to uh alias cutes uh, who played the reenactment version of abel yeah i thought he was a solid character like he never it never felt like he was being it, the actor in a reenactment yes it actually felt like he was a person mm. which was great i really enjoyed that
1: yeah he was a cool character too because he was like an ally for her
0: Mm. when no one else really believed what she was going Um, through. But more stable about it as well. Yes. Because Doctor A felt more like outrageous. Yeah. Like a major like alien conspiracy theory (laughs) kind of guy. As opposed to Abel who was more like well let's think about this logically first Mm -hmm. before we jump to the aliens thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that that ends our movie thank you so much for joining me jess i it's hope you pleasure. had a good time <laughs> we well, i hope to see you again for another episode otherwise um thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you again next week bye-bye thanks again to our guests and thank you for listening don't forget to leave a rating and review it really does help people find the podcast and remember you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email cherrypophorror at gmail.com okay i'll let you go good night Sleep tight, don't let the monsters bite.